0: Okay. All right. I don't know why I'm nervous. This is so stupid. I've done this a hundred times, 600 times. Sorry. This individual still texts me. I just got to make sure he's literally, this individual still texts me information as I'm about to, well, I am recording, but well, uh, hi, my name is Ryan. I am the host of one more round, the Rocky series podcast, formerly known as going the distance, the Rocky series podcast, which I started in 2016 with my brother, Uh, As a hobby, it's still a hobby, as something just to do to, um, you know, talk about Rocky and, of course, talk about Stallone and and the films and his uh, film career. And when I first started podcasting, it never occurred to me that along the way I would make friends within the world of Sly and Rocky. And what I mean by this is, I mean, I guess people do when they're stamp collecting, golfing You know, you name whatever hobby, square dancing, eventually you're going to make friends within the community that you share a likeness for, right? And I just never thought of it, though. I never honestly thought that I would make friends because of podcasting about the Rocky franchise and now the Rambo franchise. I do a podcast dedicated to Rambo as well called It's a Long Road. And along the way, I've had these friends interviewed or they've guest-hosted with me And then after we record together, we end up talking, you know, like friends do. We talk about a variety of stuff. One such friend, and I can't say who this person is, but I will just say for the sake of argument to make my speech easier as I talk about this individual, it's a he, okay? This individual identifies as a he, and he's been a a friend of mine offline. We've never met in real life. It's important that you know that because this individual is also a friend of Sylvester Stallone's. And one thing I've always done or made sure of when I do make acquaintances or friends with people that know Sly, and not just know Sly, but know him intimately, have him on speed dial or what have you, is that I never use that friendship for me. Meaning, it's not about me. It's never been about me. Again, the podcast wasn't about Ryan. It's about my fandom or my love of the Rocky franchise and, of course, the Rambo franchise and of Stallone's career. Just today... I did a podcast episode with my friend Craig from the Slycast, a friend that i made because of podcasting, one of the original Slycast or Sylvester Sloan podcasters. And we did an episode regarding Sylvester Sloan's recent, as of today, July 31st, 2022, of his Instagram stories or pictures where he's shared his frustrations, his, his passion regarding Erwin Winkler. And uh, the rights being blocked from Stallone regarding the Rocky franchise and the ability, to basically, to create what Stallone wants to create with the Rocky character. Craig and I did this, and I shared the link to the video with this individual because I, I trust him, and I trust that he's a straight shooter. And I trusted that he would watch and he would tell me, "Hey, Ryan, you were wrong here or right there." And he did throughout it. He corrected. Uh, whatever it was that we got wrong regarding this or that. Nothing major. It wasn't like – and even with that episode, it's still up on YouTube, and it's probably the video right before this one if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, If you're listening to this on your podcast, it's the episode that's right before this one as well on the podcast feed. Anyways, he corrected us on a few things. Nothing major, of course, but just because we – on that episode, we just talked about our feelings. And I mentioned on that episode that I can only say so much because I'm nobody. I don't have Sylvester Stallone on speed dial. And I can only speak to what I understand, a about the movie industry, and b which I don't really know anything of, you know. Peripherally, I just know what I know, and also I don't have insider information. You know, I don't have a deep throat, as they say. I don't have anyone on the inside. So let me just read you the chat that I got from my source, my fr- and I, I don't want to say source, but my friend, and somebody who I admire, somebody who I'm very glad I've you know I've become friends with, and I feel very honored that he would even well, talk to me, but uh, also entrust with me uh, things like this, okay? As he was watching the episode that I did with Craig regarding, I think it's titled, The Fight for Rocky, and then it's like Sylvester Sloan versus Rocky versus Dolph versus Erwin Winkler. He goes on to say, I'm just going to read you kind of how the text came to be, and then when I do that, the information he gave me will then be shared with you, the audience. So it's going to be the same experience that I had you're going to have. I sent him the link. He says, okay, I'm watching. And as he was watching, he was like sending me comments. As you know, that I, I ended up asking, "Where are you in the video?" Because I was getting nervous because this this individual's not opinions, but his thoughts are very important to me because I know how close he not only is to Sly, but he whatever this individual would say about how he feels about the video, obviously it would reflect probably how Sly feels, right? And I also want to say something else. Actually, is that when I do a podcast or when I talk about my own journey, my feelings, I never placate, and not not that he my my friend does but i never placate to anyone but myself any more than sly would or this individual would or anyone else would so i never try to say anything that i don't feel is true to me as well and so sometimes we'll say our own truths it doesn't always line up with somebody else's truth and i know sly would never be this way i know this individual would never be this way and i hope you would never be that way dear listener that you would never say anything that's uh, hurtful on purpose, or to, or is designed to cause somebody else pain or misinformation. So I'm really grateful that this friend reached out to me to clarify certain things for me. Okay, he says here. I'll say this so far: the Winkler kids are horrible, horrible people. Make no mistake. <clears throat> so I wrote back, "Well, I believe you on that." This individual again said uh, this issue with Dolph. So now, remember when I said in that previous episode I mentioned that Dolph had said on his Instagram that you know, oh, I thought Sly was involved and blah 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 and I kind of speculated that it sounds like Dolph was it was kind of like lawyer speak and it sounded like maybe Dolph was kind of covering his butt a little bit so this is what almost the guy's name (laughs) this is what this individual said about Dolph he said Dolph dealt with the Winklers and MGM was told about this spinoff and he, he did agree to it which is what I speculated and he didn't tell Sly. He was not in touch with Sly during this conversation or afterwards. That's a whole lot of wrong is what this individual says. And he went on to say that Craig was right, that, that the Instagram statement by Dolph was written for him. Dolph did not write that. He had his PR people write that. This individual also said that he's been writing to Sly all day or talking to all day to Sly. So there has been an ongoing conversation. And then he goes on to say that Sly is texting him right now. So as I was talking to my friend, Sly was texting him as well. I'm like, okay, wow, Craig. So I bet, you know, I was, okay, yeah, talk to your friend. Or I mean, talk to talk to your friend, Sly. I won't interrupt you. And he says here he wants to make it clear. This is my, my friend saying that, oh, yeah, because Craig said in that previous episode, Craig made, the, again, he was just speculating because he doesn't know. Craig said that he thought Carl said not to have Carl's likeness as, as Apollo Creed in the films. It was between uh, Carl and MGM, and it had nothing to do with Sly. Okay. But I think I think I knew that I might have missed Craig even saying that so I apologize to our listeners so yes we'll so make that clear again that that's nothing to do with Sly it was between Carl and MGM so Carl Weathers likeness in the preceding films I think it was Rocky Balboa the sixth film and even the fifth film where his likeness was never shown in flashbacks or what have you that's because of MGM okay now this isn't a crap on Craig. It's just that Craig brought up these points. That's all. And I mean, so Craig said something to the effect of, "Well, this is what this individual told me that Craig was wrong about." He says Craig is incorrect about when Sly should have negotiated the rights. He can't negotiate. So there you go. Sly cannot negotiate. That's part of the problem. He he's unable to negotiate the rights. He has no leverage. Zero leverage. And the Winklers didn't even want to make the sixth film, Rocky Balboa. So I guess that was made grudgingly. Also, Sly did not sign off on anything for Creed. They don't need him to. He's not the owner. He was talked to, Sly, into being in the movie. So Sly was, you know, please make this film, you know. He did, and he did an amazing job. So, as a consummate professional, you could say that Sly begrudgingly made Creed, but he knocked it out of the park. His performance was amazing. And it's my understanding, too, again, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, that Sly rewrote. As far as I know, according to what Sly said, he wrote all the dialogue for Rocky's character in both films. Well, definitely in Creed 2, because he wrote Creed 2, as far as I understand that. But for the uh, Rocky character in Creed, he wrote the dialogue for Rocky's character. My friend went on to say, quote, also like I said before, this has nothing to do with money. And here's big boys and girls. Here we go. Here's some big news. He goes, Cree 3 Intel. He pauses, and then he does a bunch of writing. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. So this is, this is what kind of kicked off for me when he wrote this to me. Cause first he's watching my video and he's just reacting to things. And that's fair. Correct me where we were wrong or for f- further information. Keep it in mind. He's talking to slide during the same time. Right? And I quote, he says, Cree 3. It's a shit show. You Ryan will hate this film. It's dark, disturbing. There's rape and abuse. It couldn't be further from a rocky film. Michael B. Jordan is so worried, he's literally begging Sly to re-edit the film. Let me say that again. Michael B. Jordan, the director of the film, star of the film as well, is so worried that he is begging Stallone to re-edit it. And they are begging the studio as well to fix the film, but Sly is refusing to do so. I wrote back insane. That's huge information. Then my friend says, so if you could go ahead and make a podcast episode to clear this stuff up, that'd be great. So here are some of the key points. The desire to get the Rocky rights back again, let's be clear, has nothing to do with money as far as Sly receiving the money, right? He wants more money from the franchise. And I can understand why that would be a sore point for Sly at the end of the day, because money sounds, greed, it sounds like, give me more, give me more, okay. And people like us, and people like you, probably listeners, we don't understand, you know, we, we just think, oh, how could someone be whatever when they have millions of dollars? It's got nothing to do with money. So Sly wants to make that clear, that his passion, his upsetness, his vitriol, his anger, his fight for this has nothing to do about him getting more money. Money would be a byproduct. Like if Sly owned the rights and had free will to do whatever he wanted with the films, then by all means, he would obviously get more money for those projects. But it's not about that. This is a natural byproduct about anything that you create that's people want to consume, right? He says here it's about legacy, creative control. Again, not about the money and all that Creed Three stuff that's he just explained. That my friend just explained and I have to curse here I'm not one to curse people that know that watch my show know that I don't curse but this explains the anger that my friend has for his friend Stallone because they're friends he says Ryan he says Ryan they fucked that man so bad that you have no idea and maybe that's the word you can use there's another word that describes that kind of thing that's how badly they screwed over Sly they will say who the lawyers MGM the Winklers all these people his own lawyer, and again safe for work here guys so I'm going to curse his own lawyer, Sly's own lawyer fucked him over that's how he lost the rights to begin with and why he didn't get them back six years ago maggots, disgusting reprehensible maggots that's why he's so mad, betrayal he goes on to say nothing to do with money he was literally robbed of the rights it's not about being a young, naive actor. So, you know, I guess there was a speculation. I think I probably felt that or said that, you know, he's young, he's hungry, not that he's desperate, but maybe he didn't know the business as we would know it today. And lawyers are tricky, man. We know that lawyers can screw people over. So, you know, he's, yeah, yeah, listen, whatever we going to do to get this movie made. Like, it's, it would be natural for someone like me to, who doesn't, wasn't there, to who might assume that somebody who is smart like Sly might have been misled or uh, cheated out of something. So, but it wasn't even about that back then. So he goes, again, it's not about being a young, naive actor. They manipulated him out of the rights. And when the opportunity came to get them again six years ago, they did it again. They actually hired the same lawyer, Sly, in order to screw him over. (laughs) And the lawyer then did it for the money. So the lawyer did it for the money. Oh, really? Lawyers? No kidding. And now people, the public, even his fans, are accusing Sly of being after money. And that's, quote, bullshit. My friend goes on to say that Chardoff, the surviving son, Bill Chardoff, wants to give the rights to Sly, because Bill Chardoff is a good man, he's a good guy, but Winkler is stopping it. He is terrible. He hates Sly so much that he will do whatever it takes to be sure that Sly never has the rights, and Winkler's kids are the ones who stop the prequel that Sly talked about from happening. Yeah. So, oh, so during all this, of course, uh, my friend has continued to text me because he was listening to my episode. I told him I had to go live with this. I know it's already, at the time of this recording, it's already almost midnight, but this will be out for everyone to see anyways later throughout, well, for time time to come. I made the mistake of saying that with the picture of Drago, because I was so, like, when I saw these posts from Sly and I got together with Craig, I didn't notice the picture of Drago with the Sweat. I thought it was his shoulder crunched up like this. So there's a picture of Drago and his shoulder. I thought it was his shoulder that was up and crunched. And I thought it was a knife because there's artwork coming through with the, uh, or it looks like a knife or like a blade, but it's actually just artwork of a a line. So I see now it's a glove. It's the, the, this line here is actually just the glove of the thumb and the the finger. So my friend just wanted to say, Hey, that just so you know, that was actually just, uh, it's a zoomed in shot of a, Rocky punching Drago. I'm like, oh, now I see it, of course. He goes, no, that's that's cool. You you didn't notice that. So I asked the question to my friend. I said, was it Sly's intention with those Rocky pictures, you know, punching Drago? I asked, I said, was it Sly's intention to show the public that he's hitting Dolph? (laughs) And he wrote, yes. He says, yeah, that's two pictures of him hitting Dolph. Because Dolph did these things behind Sly's back and didn't tell Sly anything. Probably again because of the money. Well, I'm going to ask my friend if there's anything else because I'm done. I don't know if I did that any justice. Uh, I just want to say that uh, I don't know if Sly is going to watch this. And um, this is just Reiner Balkan talking now. Because sometimes when I do my podcast, it's entertainment, right? So sometimes I've taken the mick out out of Sly's films where applicable. You know, obviously, stop from my mumble shoot. And he does it himself. But I want to be clear about something. If is listening or if any of his family or friends or anyone's listening to this podcast, because I'm nobody, I truly am, as I've always said, from twenty sixteen to now in twenty twenty two, I'm a Hamenager. I'm nobody as far as the world's concerned. But what I am is a true fan of Stallone. I have been a supporter of his for f- almost four decades. I'm forty six years old. I've been watching his film since I was eight. I have defended him to public and co workers and friends and family. You know, when people have made fun of his speech or whatever it is, all through the years, long before I ever podcasted, long before there was the internet, I've always defended him and I've always admired him and I've always thought the world of him. Yes, he's human. Yes, he's made, yes, he's made mistakes. My gosh. And I think he'd be the first one to tell you. And what I love about Sly is that he's shown in his later years, as now he's 76 years old, that he's humble. I think he's more humble now than he's ever been. And I think that's usually the case for a lot of people as they get older and life. You know, there's more life behind you than there is ahead of you. That you just start to hold on to your family. Obviously, he loves his family very much. You see that in the Instagram post he does with his daughters and his wife. You know, how much love he has for his family. And uh, how how happy he is with his brother, with his birthday as of today. You know, things like that, right? So anyways, what I'm saying is, I've always felt that about him. There's always been that, I guess, kindred spirit with me to him. About having a sense of humor. About being fun. Uh, but he's extremely bright, creative. Incredible worker, I think Hollywood has been terrible to him. I this is my opinion. I, I like well, we see a big example here of a producer being terrible to him, and I think he's been unfairly treated. And I don't know why that is. Beyond, I don't know why the Winklers are doing this. Uh, one last thing here it just came in hot off the press. My friend says fans need to remember that the Winkler family did everything they could to try to make sure Balboa was never made. Of course, the sixth Rocky film, and even when it was being made. So Sly was assigned the Winkler Sons to stand next to Sly the entire shoot. And he was trying to tell Sly what Rocky should be saying in the scenes. The hubris of these people. Wow. How frustrating. How absolutely frustrating. Okay, well, I think I'm going to close it on that. Um, Thank you to my friend. Now, at the end of the day, you can believe me or not believe me that these things have come in. I have no reason to lie. I'm going to continue podcasting, of course, about the Rambo and Rocky franchise, and I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, well, maybe we just have to get slide in the podcast. You're right. You're right. I just heard the audience tell me, "Well, Ryan, you know, that's never. I don't think that's ever going to happen." I, but I just want to say thank you. I just ask for anyone that's watching this to share it and make it public and what have you. And I don't know. Well, there you go. Keep punching. I didn't hear no bell and ding ding.